Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Nearly Nerd Podcast. Yes. With your hosts, nobody. Okay, let's get into this. <laughs> yep. Lincoln? Okay. Today we actually have a Nearly Notice, which is called To Catch a Smuggler. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's it's really fun. It's, it's a, uh, I would say it's a family show. It's about... It's not really a documentary. It's actual uh, film of people, um, like at airports, airport security catching people who are smuggling in drugs or smuggling in something they shouldn't be. It's really interesting. Like cars are, they search cars and boxes and like interview the people. It's really interesting, but it's it really uh, it, it gave me a lot of respect for the uh, security guards at the airport because they do a lot every day yeah and so so many people go yeah there. so i told if you don't if if you've gone to the airport and you're like why are they patting me down like this i feel very uncomfortable <laughs> watch the show I, I don't think anybody's like wondering why they're doing it okay okay lot. okay if you don't have much respect for them already you have to watch the show it's amazing all righty there you go well with that so sorry for the delay ladies and gentlemen um, we, uh, have the, since the school year started, it's been very hectic and, uh, difficult to find a time to record, but now we're here with a pretty exciting topic, if I do say so myself. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But not just Spider-Man, all three of the different actors, Tom Holland, uh, Tobey Maguire, and, uh, Garfield, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I'll be taking Tobey Maguire, Declan will be taking Garfield. Wait, no, Sam no, will be I'm taking... taking Tobey Maguire. Okay, that was taking Tobey Maguire. I'm taking, Tom, taking Tom, Holland. Tom Holland, and Sam's, Sam's taking, taking a Maguire. Yeah. So, I guess... <laughs> I'm, I don't think any of us are prepared besides Lincoln. Yes. But Sam's probably actually... I have words well, written on paper. I'm not prepared. That's what I'm saying. Here's so. the thing. You've actually watched all of the movies that you're supposed to. Except Tom so. Holland. <laughs> Pretty recently, too. Probably like a week or two ago. I watched it. Yeah. Like, oh, like, probably well, two weeks ago. Can I Already. start with the fantastic Tom Holland? Well... He, why don't we, um, first, let's establish who Spider-Man actually is. Here's the thing. Spider-Man, when the first comic, when the first comic of Spider-Man came out, uh, before that, the idea of, like, adolescent, the, like, teen era was there, but there wasn't much for them, because it was, like, still kind of that similar idea of, they're just kids, you know? Um, even though it had been established that they're not just kids, they're adults, it's still they're they're not either quite adults either. It's still like uh, you're still technically a kid, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So there wasn't much for them. Um, but when that's when Spider-Man came out, who was a uh, superhero, who was um, like who was a teenager, you know. So it gave these peop these uh, the audience uh, a character to relate to, and his mm-hmm. power was literally like. This is why I, what I like about the Tom Holland Spider-Man is that one scene where he's talking about how overstimulating his power is, and it's like how, you know, how just, you know, everything was just overwhelming, and it, he was anxious all the time, and all yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's just such an interesting character because of mm-hmm. its origins. And so many, like, different companies and and uh, brands have built off of Spider-Man, making merch and, like, ma- like different stories, like children's books off of Spider-Man. He's been, like, a mm-hmm. boy. What would we do without Spider-Man, guys? <laughs> he, like, he different versions of him from different dimensions, like uh, the comic version, like Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, uh, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of different Tons books. So, like, 
off of this one Marvel character, so many th- people have built so many things, have um, created so many things off of him. And that was because the character was relatable. Yeah. And so, uh, honestly, the reason... I'm on, Sorry, I'm kind of getting into it really quickly, but uh, Tom Holland, the reason Tom Holland's my favorite, and I kind of I say that like all the time, it's mostly because he's the most relatable character in my opinion. They get more in depth with his with his friendships and his um, and the other and the side characters is the side character um, uh, personalities, and so mm-hmm. but the other ones focus more on himself and uh, the bad guy there. The, the guy he's, um, the, the bad guy he's supposed to uh, conquer or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there uh, are so, definitely some cons and pros for each of the movies. But I honest, I, my favorite is definitely Tom Holland. Probably because it's up to date. I feel like right more up to date, modern. Yeah, the, yeah. The ones, the other ones are more like, relatable to early two thousands, mm-hmm. like. People from well, the early thousands. Um, Andrew Garfield one. Those were like made like I don't twenty twelve yeah. twenty fourteen. So and the last one that it would have made before it got canceled would have been like twenty sixteen. Is so. Andrew Garfield one with? Sorry, I don't really know the other ones very well. Um, the one with Doctor Curtis. Uh, yeah. Like the first I one's Doctor Curtis. Yeah. yeah, the lizard. Okay, then I know lizard Andrew movie. Garfield more than I know it's Tobey Maguire. I'm pretty have sure. Have you watched? The... I've watched some of them. Yeah. So... yeah. I just haven't. I haven't kept track. Kept track of which ones which. Well, yeah, there's only two of Andrew Garfield's ones, mm-hmm. and then there's three, and there's going to be, like, a fourth one. Mm-hmm. There is something I find really interesting. Uh, the uh, the second Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man movie relates a lot with the first uh, Andrew McGuire. Um, Andrew, Andrew McGuire. Sorry, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man, because they're in the beginning, like, in the first half of the... In the beginning. In the beginning, in the first half of the in the movie of both of them, they're connecting with the bad guy, like the uh, what do you what do you call it? I'm off that fancy word people always say. The antagonist. The ata- antagonist. I want to say that more often. Uh, they're connecting with the antagonist for like the first half of both movies. Then at then they kind of um, then the antagonist turns against them. But there are like uh, there are significant differences gonna... between the bad guys, but. There's, there's some things that aren't at all like the other movies, and there are some thing, things that are definitely based off of. I'm gonna say ones. something about Tobey Maguire because, well, I mean, I guess like in Andrew Garfield, it kind of connects with uh, what's his name, Connors, Connor Connors or whatever the the lizard dude, mm-hmm. kind of. But like, I feel like definitely in the originals, he is a lot more, uh, like. He has a lot more of a relationship with, like the villains, like spe- like uh the Green Goblin, like that's Harry's dad, and like you know he kind of like favors him and he knows him and and then uh Doctor Octopus, Doctor <laughs> Octavius, Octavian, yeah, Octavius, Octavius. whatever Octavius. his name is, yeah, and he's like he actually gets to know him and like they both like kind of take care of him and then they like turn evil so mm-hmm. but like and Andrew Garfield like I don't even know does he really even like talk like what I can remember he doesn't really like talk to the lizard dude that much like he's kind of really? like <laughs> because he finds out pretty like he finds out pretty fast that like huh. he is uh, what he's doing right so yeah. it's and then same vice versa he finds out that he's Spider-Man like mm-hmm. at, yeah. around the same time too so it's like mm-hmm. pretty 
overwhelming. They're like they don't really have like much time to just like have like a relationship and like kind of like feel bad or like mm-hmm. oh they're ruining the relationship through like the villainness. Yeah. They're kind of just like I don't know. Yeah. I I don't really care for the villain in Amazing Spider-Man. And the first one, I like the yeah. movie a lot, but I just like the villains. Like okay, it's a part yeah. of it for me. Uh, Garfield and uh, McGuire, those both, uh, they don't, those Spider-Mans, they don't, I don't like how little they, they interact with their friends. They're, it's kind of for themselves and their, like their uncle and aunt, but and then less for their friends. Well, but I'd say at least Tobey Maguire, he has a lot of, they have a lot of different plays off of the characters they use them for the plot and he's always interacting with them yeah like because they're very important especially like in Tobey Maguire like to what like what happens like between him and Harry and Mary Jane because they're mm-hmm. like his friends yeah a lot yeah. of them a lot of the plot is moved forward with like yeah. the stuff that happens mm-hmm. so it's I don't know I at least MJ he has a lot of interaction with like mm-hmm. MJ mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think they kind of focus on that. Yeah. Especially in the second one. He's but, like, by the second one, like, his life is like, sucks. And it's like, all about how like, he can't do anything because he's Spider-Man. And he loses his ability to like, actually shoot webs and mm-hmm. like, be Spider-Man because he's so like, he just is having like, a crisis. And, and it's like, half of it is because of MJ. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and she's very important that. And just, by the third one, in Spider-Man 3... Harry, he like he becomes pretty important. The second one, he's like, eh, he's there. The third one, he becomes like important because he's like trying to kill him Bro, at that point. As and a side, as a side comment, I find it kind of funny that the ones the char- the Spider Man's we picked kind of fit our personalities the most. I feel like no, but cut me and Sam switch probably Sam Tom Holland, and then you Declan would be Toby. I feel dude. like you would be Toby. Yeah. And then maybe me, Andrew, or either, either like Tom or Andrew. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. You could but... you could probably be a Toby Maguire Lincoln, not gonna lie. Really? Okay. Only because of just okay. like maybe like some aspects of just how he does stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's discuss this a little later, Declan. But um, <laughs> anyways, what I was saying about the friendship thing is the Tom Holland one, which I know you haven't seen out of just out of spite of not one. No, I have. Okay. All of them? All three? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Declan, you did too. Yes, you did. Okay, I just I wasn't did. paying attention. But um, uh, Tom Holland, he fights the bad guys more for his friends and family, while the other uh, movies, they kind of just fight the bad guys because I think they just feel like it's more their responsibility than them protecting their friends. Except the um, except for the, uh, what is it, Andrew Garfield when he's when he's finding the bad guy because of his uncle who died. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, in that case, yes, but I feel like Tom Holland, a Spider-Man, focus more, focuses more on uh, his fighting for his friends more than fighting for his responsibility. The thing about the Tom Holland, and a thing that a lot of people kind of, like, complained about was, like, that he was super reliant on, like, the suit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and they kind of, like, they kind of, like, Mm. went through it like it's a little and by the end of it they (laughs) gave him like a suit that is not like that because like he had to make his own suit yeah and they also at the the first one he also kind of proved himself that he didn't need the suit but a lot of 
revolved around the fact that he had like it made. He had like a super fancy suit and mm-hmm. like yeah, that was like helping him he basically it... be Spider Man. Uh huh. And like even after like he proved himself, it felt like he was just very like uh he doesn't very uh like just had an upper advantage. And also he like didn't really have any real struggles. I'm I'm saying this like before No Way Home because like he kind of they actually kind of like made him more of like a Peter Parker yeah like the other ones by like the last one where they like gave uh-huh. like Aunt May died and like he actually like he everyone forgot who he was so he's like he has to go through uh like all the stuff that the others mm-hmm. had to go through but before that point he was like literally bored because he had nothing to do like he was mm-hmm. not like struggling he was like literally searching for stuff to do because he just had nothing to do he yeah had pretty easy yeah but um i mean also this just kind of came to me um if it depends on which so if you're picking which movie you would like which version you like it honestly depends on which person like what per what kind of uh aspects of someone's personality do you respect or appreciate more because different ones have different uh, uh, different aspects of their personality personalities that are more highlighted than others and so honestly i can't no one can really say this version's better than the other because it really depends on the person in which aspect i can you can Kevin Maguire's better mm, debatable see, Tom Holland, see i don't least. <laughs> no 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 Declan oh, kill you. yes no no but to be fair tom holland he he took he um didn't want the upgraded suit he so in the beginning, when he was like in the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning when he was uh, just friendly neighborhood Spider Man, and he was being assigned all these like missions from like, like uh, oh my Tony Stark, uh, then so he would do all those things. But at the end, in the big picture, at the end he would he turned down that he didn't feel like he was ready enough, and so he responsibly uh, took the role of friend, friendly neighborhood Spider Man. And I feel like because he took that is because at that time he fought more for his friends and family more than he did for just internationally. Then and so but then later he kinda has no choice. Like the whole like this trouble he brought on. So I think compared to the other ones he's focusing more on his family and his friends. I think it just depends on what like side of like Spider Man you wanna like kinda see. Yeah. Like because, like, they're all three different... Because there's so many different Spider-Mans. It's, like, what side of Spider-Man do you want to see? Because, like, Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield's is... At, at least the first one. The second one is mm-hmm. kind of, like, switched up the whole thing. But I'm speaking for the first Andrew Garfield. It's, like, he's, like, a vigilante. He's, like, more of than your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. By the second movie, he becomes, like, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But, like, the mm-hmm. first one... Swat. He's like a yeah. vigilante, and he's kind of like doing it for himself for revenge. And then he kind of like realizes that he could just be like a hero by the end of it. And then Toby, basically the entire time, it's like I'm doing this because I got given something, and I need to make the most out of it. So that's mm-hmm. what he does. And then mm-hmm. Tom Holland's is like he wants to like he has a power, and he wants to be like the other heroes. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a part of something, and and because of that he doesn't really have much to do, he's like kind of trying to prove himself throughout yeah. the entire thing. Like, I am like a superhero, like you mm-hmm. guys. And also something else I like about Tom Holland more, he kind of relates more to my age than the other Spider-Man. He's too. the youngest. He's, he's like yeah, he's he he he, re- 
I relate the most with him. That's probably why I like him the most because I'm 14, so I'm closest to his age and all the, any other the other Spider-Mans. They do a good job. They do a good job. Um, they do a good job making the characters' personalities uh, to their age. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sam, you were gonna say something. Um, yes. Um, so since we haven't really touched on uh, Andrew Garf Andrew Garfield yet, mm-hmm. um, that Spider-Man. Um, Okay, I will admit I didn't do, fully do my homework. I only watched the first Amazing Spider-Man, not the second one. But um, so I don't know, I know hardly anything about um Tobey Maguire besides the fact that, uh, besides the dance and <laughs> and uh, the fact that he looks like a, a cool youth pastor. He does. And true. And uh, natural you know, quote. <laughs> but uh, but um, so what I noticed from the. Uh, Andrew Garfield Spider Man is that like, he, so in the beginning you could tell he's like, uh, in the in the like at the start of the movie he's just kind of like, uh, he's super smart but he's like so super socially awkward yeah and like yeah. super like over like, you can tell there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress mm-hmm. going through his head I feel like and that is why I think he like. I feel like they were trying to portray him like he was on the spectrum, mm-hmm. like he had autism of some kind, because mm-hmm. um, you could tell that he was just, like, he liked being in his room, like, fiddling with these little gadgets that he would make, hmm. and um, he, it was hard for him to make social interaction, and it was, you could tell that he was just, like, constantly thinking about something else, you know, and like const just thinking about everything everywhere all at once yeah. and not able to really hide behind anything. Mm-hmm. But um so when he gets his power, it amplifies it, you know? Like mm-hmm. it turns up the stim overstimulating uh like you know, aspects of autism and how, you know, it's you you with aut- so with autism, um, you know, like I could be um, hearing some noise in the background. Uh, maybe I told. Maybe I talked about this in the podcast already. I think you have. I, but then I could hear you talking, and even if you're, uh, th- those are at similar volume levels. I can tune out the whatever's in the background and listen to you. Um, but with uh, somebody who has autism, they're hearing both at both volume. They can comprehend both things happening at once. But they're hearing both at maximum at, at at the volume that they're at. They're hearing them at equal volume, mm-hmm. so it's overstimulating. I so, think... sorry, I just this real quick. Um, with his ability to sense when danger is coming, imagine how much more overstimulating that must be to just like um, this is coming now, this is coming, no, this is coming over there, and look look out for that. Like you're gonna bump into somebody, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I feel like you know Andrew Garfield is that that Spider Man is just also a whole lot darker <laughs> yeah uh he he's definitely leaning towards the the uh spectrum part but those are also some aspects for ocd and adhd right so like ocd i have both so kind of relatable but ocd you like you easily you tune out everything pretty easily and you can you can hi- you hyper focus a lot like you focus on one thing like it's like like if something needs to be fixed or something like that, my brain won't can't stop thinking about it. Like I'm like I'm thinking the world is at my hands if I don't get this thing fixed. Like I, you guys can probably tell sometimes I just keep talking about something like it's 
because I'm worried about it. You guys can probably tell mm-hmm. sometimes, but mm-hmm. but then and same with ADHD and those kind of things can like when you're like in a crowd, it can cause stress. Like uh, um, yeah, it can cause stress and stuff like that. Um, and so I think he could have. It's mm-hmm. something in that area. Yeah, on the spectrum or something like that. The other thing though is that. This movie is also dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. This character has gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, way more than the other Spider-Men, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, or I don't know much about Toby, uh, the Toby Maguire Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man. But I think he, the second Spider-Man is, like, goes through way, way more than at least Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. the the craziest thing is it's just him. Like, mm-hmm. in this other world, I know that there's, like, Something the symbiote or whatever um, in the, the Toby Toby Maguire movie. So there must be like some other like a space alien or the, the world must be bigger, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. But in the um, in the uh, Andrew Garfield movie, uh, the the first one at least, The Amazing Spider-Man, it's um, it's just him mm-hmm. against the city, and it's like trying to protect the city, and he's like. It gives a vigilante feel to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see that. But then also, like, you know, I feel like that could be a good transition mm-hmm. into um, the uh, Across the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Verse saga. I knew you were going to get into that. I need to watch the new one. I haven't. Already. Yeah. We won't specify too much, but... Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe we could... We need, we need to write spoiler alerts in these descriptions. For, for like... <laughs> we're not very good at that. Well, I think you would just assume that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but maybe we should save Spider Verse for. Yeah, that'll be like a whole other. Because we could watch it, and then we could talk about both movies. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I, I see. Is it? Is I feel it? Like there's tons to talk about there. Is it and, out for rent yet? Do you know? Oh, I'm sure it's been yeah, out for okay. a while. Okay, I'll uh, probably but, rent it. But yeah, and I think that it would be cool if we did an episode on it because there's a lot to talk about and. Like, also, Lincoln has to watch it, so there's only so much we can talk about it. Yeah. I've watched the first one. But I do have something to say, uh, just, like, I think we could talk about. So, we have, which, uh, out of all of them that you've seen, I guess, which one would you consider your favorite? And out I guess all why. Of what? Out of all the Spider-Man's movies I mean, you've seen. Tom not, in, not including the Cross the Spider-Verse or that. It's just, like, of the live-action ones. Oh, um... Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man. With all the Spider-Mans come together in the same universe. It's kind of perfect for this episode to talk about because we're combining all three. Yeah. Um, how well do you think the Wait, characters in Sam, the third Tom Holland... still got to keep the same question. Sam, what is your favorite? Uh, um, my favorite Spider-Man or my favorite Spider-Man movie? Spider-Man movie. Out of the um, live-action ones. Man, I don't know. I... While I did like the the Spider Man um, No No Way Home, or wait, what was it? What was the last one called? No Way Home. I think. No. Okay. Um, while I do like that one, I think that honestly, the Amazing Spider Man is w- at least up there because that mm-hmm. one is just so real. Like it throws you in the movie, and I really like. Mm-hmm. I just really love his acting. Andrew Garfield's oh, yeah. acting in that one is incredible. Really, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I. That's a really good one. It's like, it's also like darker, so that's also really fun. Like yeah. that they made like a more darker Spider-Man movie, and yeah, 
just the whole movie's really good. His costume's sick. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, it just is very, very well put yeah. together. And his acting's very, very, very good. So it's, like, you just, like, actually feel bad for him. Especially, yeah. like, in the second one. Uh, speak of, bad for speaking him. of Dark, I think me and Declan are going to do one on The Dark Knight, eventually. And then, um, <laughs> my favorite Spider-Man movie... I'm gonna have to say probably the second Spider-Man of the like original Spider-Man, the second mm-hmm. one, and I really like how like poetic the first three Spider-Man movies they make. They're very like mm-hmm. they're just super like poetic, and it's really 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 cool. Yeah. And there's a bunch of just like, I mean, you feel special at the second one. The third one, it's kind of its own thing because it's like kind of different. And Toby. Uh, He's tweaking in that movie. He's crazy. But in, like, the first and second, you, like, feel terrible for him, especially in the second one. He puts up with so much stuff throughout the entire movie. Like, literally, like, it's not just, like, because it's not really, like, I mean, he does have trauma from, like, his Uncle Ben dying. But it's not, like, necessarily, like, kind of what Andrew Garfield goes through where it's, like, his, like, parents left him and, like, Uncle Ben dies and stuff like that. But it's, like... Uh, it's just, like, his life sucks. He, like, because he's Spider-Man, his, as Peter Parker, his life just sucks. Nothing literally works out for him, and he can't build a life, and he can't build love or anything, and he puts up with so much that he gets to the point where he's like, why am I even Spider-Man? And then he has to figure out why he wants to be Spider-Man mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's really good, because he's not even, like, there's uh, Dr. Octopus, which is a really good villain, like, really, really good. But, like, he's not even, like, a lot of it is just, like, Peter. Like, a lot of the movie is, like, like Peter, not even Spider-Man. And it's still super good. Plus, yeah. there's a super cool train scene where he stops a train. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people, like, <laughs> that, I see love his that face. And, but they don't, and they, like, save him because he's been, like, They put his mask back on. Yeah, and, like, all this. It's a really cool scene. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It's just probably the best, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Because it's just well put mm-hmm. together and poetic and like mm-hmm. you feel bad for peter which and like he's just sick yeah so. um also uh with the um tom holland one with the tom holland spider-man um i feel like they're all like awkward in like a different way like there's like different kinds of awkwardness for them so i feel like they're doing that kind of on purpose for a spider-man but also that's just a side note but Something I like to critique, critique, finally, about Tom Holland's Spider-Man, they don't get into the origin of that Spider-Man. Well, I, honestly, you think like, that would be repetitive? at that point, it's, yeah, they did it because nobody wants to hear another origin story about Spider-Man. And, like, I wouldn't, here's the thing, they, unlike the first two, first two f- series of movies they made for them, where they focused on how he, like, became Spider-Man. Like, half of the first Tobey Maguire one, that's reasonable for that one because it was, like, the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. But it's, like, half of it is him getting into being Spider-Man. And by, like, at that point, the third time around, it's like, okay, we get it. His Uncle Ben died, and he got, like, he got powers, his Uncle Ben died, and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, it just shoots you straight off the bat because you already know his origin story. I I also like how they get into the story of his aunt. Like, like, into, like, 
her personality and stuff, like how her and Happy start dating and everything. Because she's that. young. Yeah, but... She's not an old lady. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. I can't believe she was dating Happy. That's really funny. Yeah, but... So scuffed. I, I love... Like, it's funny after Happy and her were talking about... Like, Poor Happy. Bro. No, they're talking about their relationship, and then they see mm-hmm. Spider-Man shirtless with MJ. That was so... That would be so awkward. Having your aunt walk into your room seeing you shirtless with your, with your girlfriend. Yeah. I'm glad. Oh, there's that another scene so with that. Like, and that would be kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was another scene with that on the other Spider-Man. Which one? Uh, remember when he's like, want some hot chocolate? And she's like, no, I hate chocolate. And then he's like, and then the dad's like, but last week you said you wanted to live in a house of chocolate. And she said, that's very unhealthy and fattening. And then she goes inside, and then Spider-Man's in there, and then Spider-Man has his shirt off because he, like, went into the room. Wait, which one? It's From which the series? Andrew, Mc- Andrew, Gar- Andrew Garfield. It was Andrew Garfield. <laughs> in the first one, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I remember Sammy, she Sammy. Walks, I remember that. Into... It was from the one that we walked. The only one I remember is when she, like, walks in, and then he's, like, he was under his cover because he like had a, he just got done. He's like, I'm naked, I'm naked, I'm naked. Get out of here! And then wait, what? Wait, what did he say after that? Because he was trying to get Ant Man to go out, and then she, then he had like was trying to wash his suit, and then she like wouldn't let him wash his suit. Not because she knew, but she's like, no, I wash your laundry and like and all this stuff. My mom never. My mom doesn't want me to wash my laundry anymore. She wants me to do it independently. Well, oh. Anthony has how probably nothing is. better to do. <laughs> also, she's probably concerned for her child. Exactly, because he's like, she thinks uh, he's going like. Okay. I thought you were saying, oh, uh, my mom's though. probably concerned for me. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we're not so, gonna talk about that. I wanna. Mm, you want just you want. since, okay, since you've seen the first um, Spider Verse movie, I won't. It's just quick. Spoiler I really alert. like that one because. It's a multiverse story that can get away with not making everything about the destruction of the multiverse. That's what I'm going to say. It's like, like I said, I love those movies that are like, have this really cool world they set up, and then they don't think about, okay, how can the hero, like, save it from, save the entire planet from destruction, or the multiverse from um, just vanishing, um, but it's more like, uh, okay, simple story, can Peter Parker, or can, in this case, Miles Morales, master the ability to be Spider-Man fast enough to be able to save the city and get his friends home? Also, it's a multiverse story that focuses not really on the multiverse, but, like, just, like, some characters from it that they brought in, because yeah. it was, like, not, like, by the second one, it's, like, you're fully inverse, but in the first one, it's just, like, three or four guys like five or something come out of the mm-hmm. multiverse so you know it exists and it like introduces that to you but it doesn't just like throw you in right away yeah. it's like it it's on his home planet still it's, yeah and he's still in his dimension and it's mostly focused on him so that was pretty pretty cool and then by the second one it just yeah but then you're like kind of like expecting it already mm-hmm. because of like the first one so it was right. pretty great you know the um the funny okay oh this is what i wanted to get into okay real quick so there was a history in the history of comics spider-man actually saved the comic industry here's how 
so back back in them back in the olden days, um, <laughs> the uh, when comics were you know just kind of newer newish, um, people were starting to blame comics for um, you know being the just like for the graffiti and the crime and the like the petty crime going on around around the place. So they started to blame comics for that because it was influencing kids. And um, so what uh, what uh, ended up happening was um, they, they placed this thing called... The Comics Code Authority would have to approve a comic before it could get published. And what that means is there were a ton of restrictions on comic books to make sure that it wasn't, like, wrongly influencing children, if, if you know what I mean. So it's like... Um, convincing them to do crime or anything like that, <laughs> and that was that was the funny thing. But the saddest part was that these comics had crazy restrictions. Like, well, one you couldn't show blood, kind of typical. Um, two, I think there was like they had to say they had to have appropriate re- language. Uh, three, the bad gu- the the bad guy always had to lose. The good guy had to win. Yeah, hopefully. Four, they had to be respectful of their parents, which is just I mean, the funniest thing funny, to me. Funny. But also facts, but also yeah. funny. <laughs> um, and then just all of the stuff like that. Um, some of it made sense, but other otherwise it was like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Like, this this cannot be as big a problem as you're making it out to be. So the whole like underground comic industry started to go yeah. around go around well not yet actually sorry i'm getting ahead of myself what happened was eventually uh spider-man cheated the system and what happened was in the so the comics say that you're not i think the good guy either can't be can't kill people or they can only kill the villain yeah and what happened and what happened was same thing happened in the second amazing spider-man uh, MJ falls off the roof or is thrown mm-hmm. off. I don't remember. Spider Man mm-hmm. tries to catch her but mm-hmm. fails, mm-hmm. and she dies. <laughs> so then they're like, "Oh shoot! A good guy just died, but it wasn't the hero's fault, or it was kind of the hero's fault, but it was an he accident." Didn't kill her though. Like, yeah, it didn't, he didn't kill it. Purpose he did, it was like an accident, and so that was what threw the Comics Code Authority into chaos, and everybody was just like, "Oh shoot! Like, what do I?" Like, what do we do about this? Like, mm-hmm. this doesn't technically go against any of the rules, but, like, we don't want it to be out there. So they had no choice but to approve it. Then the comic, the underground comic industry happened, and everybody was like, hold up, that's not fair. If they can do that, why can't we? And so they just started, like, selling comics under the table, mm-hmm. and it was it was very funny. And then, that's funny. And so the Comics Code Authority just started approving <laughs> everything that they could find. Those guys like, are a bunch Dark of Dark Knight? Bro. Sure. Walking Dead? Sure, you know, just all this sort of stuff, like, Dude. just so that they could make start making money, and then the whole thing got thrown off. These guys off. are the nerdiest, goofiest, goober, Bro, goober, goofball of... people I've ever... We should move on to our uh, final subject, uh, our final segment, which is uh, Ahsoka. Rest. It's real quick. It, okay. Current, we name it current event, or whatever, something that's current. Yes. Uh, but so far, so the beginning of Ahsoka was rough. It went off a little, like, it smoothed out towards the end, but still a little rough. It's, uh, cheesy, kind of, like, cheesy, kind of cheap sometimes, but it's like a, it's like a cartoon, but, uh, live action. (laughs) And, 
So if you're per if you're a person who judges a show off of its plot, I don't know if you'll like this. If you're a person who judges it off of uh like the CGI and the quality of the the characters and stuff, I think you'll like it. But I think other than that, so far I think it's heading towards like the teen audience, teenage audience. I saw one scene from it. I only I even like only a part of it too, and I don't even like know the context really. But I just mm-hmm. like saw Anakin. I saw like the scene with Anakin where like I don't remember what he did, but I saw Anakin mm-hmm. was in it, so that was kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It must be like a training flashback or something. Yeah. I haven't seen. It. I think it was, I have. It's really. I, think it's, it was, I don't like was it, it like very a much. PTSD kind of thing, or is it like a legitimate? He was there because like. Um, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, because he pulled out, like, a red light. Let's just say that same location was in the, um, was in the Clone Wars. Uh, Okay, yeah, it definitely had to be PTSD thing. Why did he have a red light? uh, Why did he have a red light? I still don't know why, but he was was actually there. But she is, like, the between dimension. I don't want to get too much into it, but... Dimension? What the heck? But anyways... like, force gets mixed. Yeah, yeah, but anyways... So Darth Vader. Yeah. But she saw Anakin. Well, you can email us if you want to. You can tag us on Instagram. I don't care. You don't have really. to tag us on Instagram. You don't have to do anything. That doesn't can, make sense. But you, you can look at... Just do anything you want to. And thank you for listening to the Nearly Nerds podcast. Are you guys even here still?